Hey friends, welcome to another episode of Road to Radical Visibility. I am so glad you are here. If you are someone who has ever been caught in this spiral of negative thoughts and thinking, which led you down into the rabbit hole of shame and guilt and victimhood, then this episode is for you. My name is Rachel Freeman Sowers. I am your host, also known as the Breakthrough Bitch, because I am passionate about helping people in the LGBTQ plus and female communities break through the things that are holding them back from being 100% themselves, 100% of the time, no shame or guilt needed. Now, this topic has come up a lot in um, the clients that I'm working with and also in communities that I'm a part of. And so I thought, what better time to present this topic than now? So today I want to share with you the three most common negative um, thought patterns. Then I'm going to share with you the three realizations that I have had that my clients get to have and that you can also have and the three actions to take with each one of those realizations. So let's go ahead. Okay, let's just dive in. Now, I'm wondering if you've ever felt this way. You've been on this hamster wheel, you're going along, you're doing things in life, and all of a sudden something happens. You get triggered internally. You get on the hamster wheel of negative thoughts. I mean, you can picture it now, just this hamster going round and round and round and round, and it just kept, and you're like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to think this. I don't want to do this. I don't want to think this. All of a sudden, the hamster shot down this rabbit hole of shame and guilt and self-loathing and victimhood, and you're like, how did I even get here? I don't want to feel like this. Well, I want to tell you, you're not alone. <laughs> I have been in that spot, and the things that we're going to talk about today are the exact things that I help my clients work through, the exact realizations that when they have the realization, it's like, mm-hmm. like seriously, I can experience something different. Okay, so let's just go ahead and dive in. Three of the most common thought negative thought patterns. The first one is self-shaming. The second one is self-blaming. And the third one is self-loathing. So in self-shaming, it's like you never should have. Have you ever said that to yourself? You never should have. Rachel, you never should have done this. Rachel, you never should have done that. Or you know better. How many times have any of you had to repeat the same lesson over and over and over? And like by the fifth time, you're like, Rachel, you should have known better. You should have known it would never work. Like, right? It's that self-shaming that we're taught. Now, you didn't come out of the womb self-shaming yourself. So I want you to entertain the idea that this self-shame doesn't even belong to you. It was taught to you. So remember that one key. The second one is self-blaming. Why did I? Why can't I? So you're blaming yourself for things that happened. Now, this really happens when my clients or the people I see start taking responsibility for things that aren't theirs to take responsibility for. Now, we're also taught this. So think about it just in relationships. Now, this may blow some people's mind and then also may <laughs> it also may piss some people off. Okay. But when we're in a relationship, um, this happens a lot. Like you're making me feel a certain way. So then we say to ourselves, this happened to one of my clients. She's like, I did this. Then this happened. Then my partner was this. And then this happened. And it's all my fault. 
The fact of the matter is that it's not, but we're taught to be responsible for each other's feelings. And especially in relationships, I see it be the most harmful thing. You know, I'll just be honest. If I do something or if my wife does something, Veronica, and I say, you did this to me, the fact of the matter is, is that she didn't. What happens is that she did a behavior and I had an internal trigger and that's mine to own. Okay. So self-shaming is the first one. Self-blaming is the second one. Self-loathing, often called victimhood, being the victim. How could I let this happen? How come I just didn't see? I knew it would end up like this. Here I am again. And this is the kind of thing where we believe everything is happening to us. What happens when we practice the negative thoughts, when the spirals start going and we stay in the spiral, the body, so remember this, I say this all the time, we forget the body's connected. The body then goes back to the last time that we felt that emotion, we felt that thing, and the same hormones are released. So now the body's saying, I am back here, danger, danger, Will Robinson, we must do some kind of coping skill, adaptability, something to fix it. And usually the coping skill or the adaptive tool that you're using is faulty because it was used in a whole different time. I talk about this with the clients that I'm working with, and it's like there's these parts of us that are formed to keep us safe. But the truest part of us has been like covered up with all these maladaptive patterns, maladaptive coping skills that don't resonate that aren't aligned with the truest part of you. And so when these parts of us start speaking up, they're saying, I'm afraid we have to do this. Wait, don't go in there. Rachel, don't go on video. Don't say this stuff because what's going to happen is people are going to be upset. We need to nurture those parts of us. And we're going to talk about that in a realization. Okay. So the three most cognitive, the three most common negative thought cycles are self-shaming, self-blaming, and self-loathing. Okay, those are the three. Let me know if any of this is resonating with you in the comments. If you're listening to the podcast, I'd love to have a DM from you and how your experience has been with these um, three most common negative thought cycles. All right, so now let's go into the realization and the action because I can tell you all day that it's happening. And you can say to me, Rachel, I absolutely know it's happening. No, duh. I hear it every single day. I hear it most of the day in my mind. I feel it in my body and I'm just trying to avoid it. So now tell me what to do about it. All right. So here's the first realization. They're simple and they may catch you a little bit off guard. So that's just what I'm going to say. The first realization is this, is that no breakthrough will ever come from negative thinking. Now, you may be saying, wait, Rachel, it does come from negative thinking because when I think about these things and I feel it, then I um, change it, right? Then I want to change it. The thing is, is that we need to step out of the negative thinking to change it. We need to entertain that there's a, there's a possibility of something different for us. So this is really evident in a client that I was speaking with yesterday. And she said, I just feel like I'm back into this kind of mild depressive state. And she's like, I'm not motivated. I don't want to do anything. 
And I don't know why I'm, I'm like this. I don't know why I'm back here again. These are her exact words. And so throughout our time together that we spent, it was a lot of me asking her to entertain that something could be different. She said, you know, I wanted to go to get this thing from the store. And now I'm just like, I don't want to go get it. Like, I don't want to. And so she was resistant to kind of letting go of the negative thinking because this has been the pattern. So what we want to do in this, in this instance, with this realization that no breakthrough comes from negative thinking is we want to create an awareness because when you're in this spiral of negative thinking, you're already in your brainstem. You're already in the flight, fight, or freeze. You're already in this kind of chaotic state where you're like, I only have this one thing I can do about it. This one thing. And what we need to know is that we can do lots about it. So you're already in the brainstem from the negative, the spiraling of the negative thoughts. We want to create an awareness without judgment. Now, this is so important because... In each one of the common negative thought cycles, we create an awareness, but then what happens is that we do something to ourselves for it. We judge ourselves. That thought of me not being able to do that thing has a judgment of me one more time not being enough, one more time not me, me not being working hard enough, one more time of me not fulfilling someone else's expectations, one more time of me letting someone down, Right? So when we create this awareness, we need to do it without an attachment of a personal effect. So for instance, I started this video three times before I'm in the longer video now. In those times, I could have said, I can't do this. See, I can't get the intro right. All of those things. But what I did was I noticed, oh, this is what happened. It doesn't mean anything about me. It doesn't mean I'm not good enough. It doesn't mean I'm not worthy. It doesn't mean I'm not supposed to be here. What it means is that I had to start over and that's it. So this is really about creating the awareness of what happened, but removing the judgment judgment and not attaching the emotion to that thing. Right? So, you become more an observer of the behavior and saying, oh, okay, well, I'm just going to try again. And we're going to see how it goes this time. This reduces my nervous system response. So the break, no breakthrough can come from negative thinking. This is also about the neuroscience of it being in your flight, fight, or flight, freeze, or Flight, fight, or freeze, you know, brainstem, and something is happening, right? So we want to be able to calm that. The way we calm that is unattach the emotion from the thing. This takes a lot of practice, and it's not always easy in the beginning, but it can become more easy. Okay, so that's the first realization, the first action. Here's the second realization and the second action. I went a long time in a certain patterned way of being. I was highly, highly anxious. If you've known me for a long time, you saw this part of me. I was highly anxious. I was constantly in chaos. I was creating a lot of self-sabotaging 
circumstances in my life because I was in this pattern. Then one day I was like, here's the realization. This is not how I want to experience my life. If I keep doing and being this thing, this is exactly all I will get out of life. And to be quite frank, I fucking wanted more. I didn't want to live in anxiety my whole entire life. I didn't want to live in chaos my whole entire life. And if you can be honest and return to the truest part of you, I knew that that wasn't my life. It's not the, you know, it's not the life that I wanted. And so I needed to change it. And it took me being present and participating in my own life. So here's the action that I took and that you can take too. It's the action my clients take. We create the awareness of a mind-body connection. So often we forget this huge role that the body plays. We think, oh, if I can do this, why can't I? And you're up in your cognitive sense, in your brain. That is not where foundational shifts happen. In my opinion, foundational shifts happen in the body. They happen in the place where all of the other memories were made. Right? So when we recognize when we recognize that this is where that that there's this mind body connection we then create the shift in the the body which then equals the shift in the behavior so we don't have to hang out in it so this week a client always was also saying you know i i feel this negative emotion. And then I just get stuck there. And she's like, we talk about, you know, we dip our toe in the pool of whatever emotion or shame or guilt or depression, any of those things, but we don't have to get in it and swim around. Right. So this is really about how we, we teach our bodies that we don't have to hang out there. She's like, I've been like this for like almost two weeks, this low level depression. And it it was like her body was comfortable there. Our bodies are comfortable in shame because we know what's happening. It's kind of like when you're in an abusive relationship and it's easier to stay in the abusive relationship often than to go and, and um, get out of it because the uncertainty is outside of the relationship, but you know how to handle what's in the relationship. It's the same as family systems. When um, you're with your family and you go back and you react in the same way because it's easier to react in the same way than it is honestly sometimes to say, I'm not doing that anymore. I'm not participating and engaging in this thing anymore. It's the same thing at work. It's the same thing if you have your business. It's the same thing in the belief patterns that you have. So I'm going to ask you, is this really how you want to be living life? Now, you could say 90% of my life is exactly the way that I want to be experiencing life. And that is fantastic. And I'm saying you can have the other 10%. It's whether or not we can create the mind-body connection and the foundational shifts that need to happen in the body for you to move forward in a sustainable and maintainable way. See, when we do it cognitively, 
it, it almost stays on, like only for a minute. But when we use the mind-body connection, it's lasting. It's the thing that propels you forward. So what actions can you take? This is a very simple action. <laughs> and my client tried it and she's like, holy crap, Rachel, <laughs> I was dying. I was like, of course it works. Right? So what we did is we came up with some reminders and she literally put them in her phone as like alarms. And I said, okay, let's try this for one week. Let's see how it goes. And you're like, well, of course, Rachel, I can do that. Blah, 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 whatever, you know, but I'm wondering if you, if you will do it. Right. So she set these alarms and she's like, it was really helpful because pretty much what you're doing is you're setting yourself up for a different pattern, a different cognitive awareness. So, you know, um, for instance, let's just say, um, let's see, what is the phrase I can put that I put in? Oh, at one point in time, even for my business, um, I put that I am open to receiving all the gifts from the universe, right? And so I set that at certain times on my phone and my phone would go off and I would see this message. You were open to receiving all the gifts from the universe. You were open. And so it, it just kept reading it. And as I read it, it began to shift. And then pretty soon the alarms went off and it's almost like I knew when they were going to go off, of course, because now we're creating a pattern, but now I'm remembering. And then pretty soon it's like, Oh, you know, I am trusting the universe to expand my reality, blah, blah, blah. Right. So it just becomes second nature almost instead of thinking, I can't do this. I'm never going to be able to do this. The other things are replaced with something that is actually able to allow you to move forward and empower you to move forward. Um, so the other thing, too, that I do with my clients is a lot of movement in our sessions. We use a lot of music. And so if you feel like you're stuck in a feeling, I want you to get up and move your body. There are tons of times when I dance around in my office, there's tons of times when I'll go out and um, water my plants or I'll take a walk around the block. Moving your body helps the emotions move through it. While you're moving your body, you can also imagine those emotions that you're not wanting to be dripping out of the fingertips into the ground. You can picture them leaving your feet down into the ground. That is what I often do. Um, those are some really simple things that may work for you. Okay, so that's realization number two. Realization number three. Now, hang on to your hats. Hang on to your shorts, your shirt, whatever. Here's the reality. This thing is only a pattern. I'll say it again. This thing is only a pattern. It is not your identity. It is not your whole personality. This isn't just who you are. You absolutely have free choice in who you are. That's the good part. Like, hopefully you're smiling <laughs> Like we have this choice and we forget because we're stuck in the brainstem. We're stuck in the survival. All of these parts of us trying to protect us when the fullest and truest part of ourselves knows exactly who we want to be. 
We just need to connect back to that through his part. Every single time one of my clients was like, well, I'm just so depressed. I'm never going to get out of it. Pay attention to what you guys are saying. I have all this anxiety. I'm always this. I'm always that. Pay attention to your language. You're not. You get to tell your brain what is real for you. You get to show your reticular activation system exactly what to focus on. People talk a lot about manifesting. Manifesting isn't just when you throw this stuff out to the universe and you wait for it to come to you. It's when you're focused. My wife and I can manifest anything that we want. We are like um, a power couple of manifesting. The reason we can do this is because we choose what we focus on. We bring awareness to the thing. And then we say we're becoming an active participant, which means I can become an active participant in trusting the universe, God, whatever you want to call it. I can become an active participant in saying that I am choosing this kind of life. I am choosing this other feeling right now. This is what my reality is. And I'm not talking about toxic positive um, positivity. That's what my clients say. Actually. Well, I don't want to be, have this toxic positivity. Well, I'm not saying that if I weigh 250 pounds, I'm going to lose 30 pounds in two days. But what I'm saying is that through time and my efforts and my focus on caring for myself, I can lose that weight in a reasonable amount of time. And my goal can be realized way faster than if I'm constantly stressing this whole entire time. This is a pattern what you experience, negative thought spirals, are patterns. They can be undone. Fact. I've done it. I help my clients do it all the time. We uncouple it from your identity. We really find out who you really want to be, how you want to be interacting in the world, who is 100% you 100% of the time. And you begin to direct your whole entire life in living that way. And then you're like, oh shit, I actually am living the life I want to live. My clients say it to me all the time. When you feel a resistance of I just can't, know that that is those parts of you. This is the pattern that's trying to hang on. And you get and have the power to shift it. All right, so, oh, I feel like I got kind of heavy at the end. Like, sorry. But like this stuff just fires me up. Like I just want to empower you to know that, that you can. You can and you will. The first step is making these choices, having the three realizations that I've talked about today, understanding that none of that means anything about you and that you can still operate in this world the exact way that you want to, even if you haven't been able to experience up until now. Because what happens is a lot of my clients, my client actually is just like, I don't even know how I'm going to do that. I don't even know what the outcome is going to be. The beautiful thing is you stop caring what the outcome is going to be. You just know it's going to be good. <laughs> and then you're like, okay, I, this is my path. This is my 100% myself, 100% of the time, no shame or guilt needed. And when people come along that, fantastic. And if they don't come along that, that's fantastic too. But this is my path. I'm committed to my path. Right. 
Okay, so I'm going to end it there. I would love to hear in the comments. Please feel free to DM me too. If something in this episode, this um, Road to Radical Visibility episode, touched you, rang true with you, please, please, please communicate. If you are listening to this on the podcast and you loved um, this episode, please make sure to rate it and um, hit that subscribe button because I'm trying to get bigger guests on here more. Um, I'm trying to get some, I'm trying to up level the podcast in a show. <laughs> so it would be so helpful if you would rate it. Let me know what your thoughts are. You can always feel free to DM me. All right. If you're watching on the YouTube channel, make sure to hit that subscribe button, hit that like button and tell me in the comments, your favorite part of this episode. I'm going to end this video. Like I end every single video, please make sure to stay true to yourself, be kind to others and always, always, always honor the wise one that is within all of you. I'll see you next on the road to radical visibility. Bye.